Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Sharp Way. I'm Olivia Rondo. I am so happy you decided to join us once again. First and foremost, I'm sorry. I'm in a different location, different background. Everything is kind of topsy-turvy right now. I'm moving a lot of stuff in and out of my office. So this is what I'm working with today. I apologize. And I'm also sorry for the slightly irregular upload schedule. I will be getting back on track. I actually have a really great and unique video for you guys today. Over the weekend, I was able to travel to Richmond, Virginia for my home in Maryland to attend an emergency survival seminar. And this was put on by my friend Devin Perkins. He is affiliated with Black Guns Matter and the organization Kids to Kings. So he works a lot in communities, mostly in the black community. And this event was attended by like 99% black people. It wasn't necessarily political, but it was pro a lot of the things that libertarians care about. And it was attended by a lot of libertarians. So first of all, the event was sponsored by Gun Owners of America. So if you are a Second Amendment enthusiast or just a casual gun owner, you have probably heard of GOA and you've probably heard pretty much good things. So unlike the largest gun rights lobby, which is the National Rifle Association, AKA the NRA, GOA actually doesn't compromise on anything. The NRA has excused tons of gun control in the past and it's usually really political. However, the GOA addresses things that a lot of these major gun organizations and mainstream conservative organizations don't really address. So one of the things that we were talking about in the seminar was felons gaining their Second Amendment rights back after serving their time. And the GOA supports that. And I find that very interesting because a lot of conservatives don't want to address that. And it's something that a lot of libertarians will be brave enough to address. You know, we hear the stigma that as a felon, convicted felon, you can't have your gun rights restored. Or especially as a valid felon, you can't have your gun rights Restore. And I'm here to let you guys know that that is false information. That is not true. I myself, I'm a, I'm a valid felon. Um, and that don't make me a bad person. It just means I made a poor decision in my past. But I'm here today with, again, all my liberties reinstated because I show society that I am deemable as a civilized person and I can do anything that I set my mind to. So Larry, of course, has talked about this before and how felons should gain their rights back. But it's really, really nice to, to really hear from somebody else and hear it supported by a really big organization such as the GOA. So among some of the other speakers at the seminar was Akil Bay out of Baltimore, Maryland. He's a former EMT and does a lot of emergency preparedness classes. So we basically learned how to dress a bullet wound or a stab wound or stop any major bleeds. It was really, really informational and I definitely am glad I have that information if the situation arises in the future where I need to stop somebody's bleed or help somebody who's injured, something like that. This was one of the funniest parts of the class. He actually pulled a volunteer from the audience to pretend to be a girl who was stabbed in the foot and so he did a live reenactment of what you should do in a situation like this hello hi yes my name is Akil Bay I'm an off-duty paramedic I'm located at artworks at 320 Hall Street yes 320 Hall Street yes and I'm on scene with a 15 year old female who's been stabbed in her right leg yes she's been stabbed in her right leg Yes, 320 Hull Street, H-U-L-L. Yes. Yep, so I've controlled the bleeding with the emergency trauma dressing. Yes, the bleeding is controlled. No other injuries noted. Right, no other injuries noted. 
Yep, the scene appears to be safe. I'm gonna stay with her until the unit arrives. There were also some firearms demonstrators. So Kevin Dixie from The Real NOC is a really, really big gun and 2A influencer on Instagram who was in attendance, really nice guy. 10 out of 10 instructor. It was really, really giving good advice. Now I'm no beginner to guns. I've shot guns all my life. However, there were some beginners in the audience and I found that the education that he provided was good to understand for, you know, if you're on the basic level, but it still wasn't super easy and boring if you already know what you were doing. I found that I was still learning stuff even though I've shot guns, you know, since I was four or five years old. So as a young black woman in the Liberty Second Amendment 2A gun rights movement, it's a little easy to feel alone. There's not a whole lot of us. This normally isn't a big deal. It's really not a big deal at all. However, I do have a, a very high level of appreciativeness when I'm in a room where there are other black females who are even more interested in guns than I am, who know even more about guns than I do. Because there was two very inspirational and very educational black firearms instructors who were women that really helped me out too. So the main black female firearms instructor that was there was Pretty Defense, who is another gun influencer on Instagram. Go check her out. And don't get me wrong, this wasn't all physical stuff. It was not just learning how to dress a wound and just knowing how to shoot a gun. We were actually doing mental activities. So one of the speakers, Trav from Kids to Kings, who I actually met a couple months ago at Monastery Solutionary Summit, he was talking about CPTSD. Uh, everybody's heard of PTSD, right? Yes. Alright, so this is complex PTSD. It's a little bit different. Uh, and I'll let you know what the difference is. Main difference is that PTSD comes from uh, a single event or a series of events uh, in a short period of time. Complex trauma is related to a series of events that uh, occur over an extended period of time. So that's the main difference with that. And that's why complex trauma is a lot more dangerous. It's never in the cycle. You just can't get out of this unsafe feeling. All right, um, you can roll to the next floor. I'll give you all some examples. PTSD, a car accident, uh, sexual assault, uh, losing a child. That, that's one event, short period of time. You go into CPSD, uh, CPTSD, uh, abuse of the child, physical, sexual, uh, verbal, ongoing domestic violence. You got, you got one of those kind of relationships. You can bet she's going through that and kidnapping. These are things that have literally no control over and they need you for an extended period of time. Uh, another perfect example I can think about incarceration. Solitary confinement, or whether you actually want to you're still not going anywhere. You have no control over that. So that's going to mess you up mentally uh, over time. So CPTSD is a type of mental health disorder that affects a lot of people living in urban communities. A lot of people don't think about how children may be affected by living in a single parent home or having a home where people are being incarcerated in and out of jail or they themselves are being incarcerated in and out of jail or they're hearing gunshots or they're seeing gang violence or their friend got killed, their friend got shot. Like that's heavy. That's trauma. That's like living in a war zone. And so a lot of problems in the black community, in the urban community, in the lower income community can definitely be attributed to that. And it was something I had never heard of before. It was something that I had definitely considered being a possibility, but I didn't know there was a name for it. I didn't know what CPTSD was. And so now I'm so glad I know that it's a real thing, that it's really out there, it's being studied. And now I know, you know, the signs to look for. All in all, it was a great opportunity to go up to Richmond, you know, be in a city I've never explored before and meet a lot of like-minded people who are from 
a similar background to I am. I felt represented. I was like, oh my gosh, there are other black girls who like guns, who are gonna teach me about guns, who are gonna teach me, oh, wear holster a certain way. Because, you know, obviously men and women wear holsters differently. They carry guns differently. I might have a purse, I might have a skirt on. It's different. So to talk to somebody who has those experiences and to hear it straight from the man or straight from the woman in this instance, that was amazing. So long story short, this event was great. It was educational and it was free. That's the best part, it was free. So it actually was a little bit disheartening that it wasn't packed and full to the brim because this was invaluable information that was just being dispersed and given away for free. So shout out to Devin Perkins, Kids to Kings for putting on this event and also to Gun Owners of America for sponsoring it and also to all the firearms instructors and EMTs and speakers that were there and also to all the audience that came out and participated because that was really fun to see. I have a little announcement to make before I go. I am going to start co-hosting with Larry on Thursdays at 7 p.m. live. It's gonna be really fun and educational. We're gonna talk about current events, politics, pop culture, really anything that's going on that we find funny and interesting. So I can't wait to see you guys there and I'll see you next time.